My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. I have Don Darnell here with me. Don, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, David. Don is with U.S. Collections West, and what what an important time to have a relationship with a collection company. We're going to talk a little bit today about, you know, this CARES Act and then the CDC eviction moratorium, you know, and we have a lot of clients out there and a lot of people calling us saying, hey, how in the world can we, we battle this? I've got someone who's who's living in my property for four or five months, might owe me eight, twelve thousand $12,000, and they're just sitting there kind of just looking at me smirking, and there's nothing I can do to a victim. And so we are getting out of the box today with Don, who owns a collection company. Don, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, David. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I'm excited that you're here. Like I said, uh, when they make a move, we got to make a move, right? Absolutely. And so, um, you know, this new CDC, uh, just to get right into it, it talks about, you know, you're unable to pursue an eviction. And so we don't want to really go down the road of an eviction. We call it a special detainer, forcible detainer out here in Arizona. You might call it something else in your state. So we've got to find a way to still collect the money, but not pursue it down the road of an eviction way. And Don, you have the perfect program for us that you've put together. And we're really excited to hear about it because you're really you know, as we talk today, you're really going after the money, not after the eviction. And the CDC says, hey, listen, these guys still owe the money. They're still responsible for the money. So this is a channel that we can go down. So if you have tenants in your property right now paying, not paying you rent, you need to really pay attention to what we're going to talk about today. So Don, tell us what exactly, you know, a lot of people think you can't pursue collections unless you know, people are gone, but can you pursue collections while your tenants are still in the property? Uh, there's no reason, there's no law that says we can't. So we're coming up with a new program. Uh, while your tenant's still in the property, you can still turn the account over to us to collections and we'll send them notifications and report it to the credit after the required amount of time. Uh, and every month that they don't pay, we update the file. We report the balance that's being updated so every month we keep updating the balance of what they owe. Every month it gets reported to the credit bureau, the, the amounts being adjusted. And then once they're finally out of the property, you give us a final accounting and we proceed against it with post-judgment proceedings, depending if you have a judgment or with our own litigation. Um, so the key is let them know that it's not going to stop just because they're not paying rent. You have, you're not unempowered. You are empowered, and we can help you uh, recover funds, and also it helps the future landlords. Future landlords, when they finally get out, when this moratorium stops and evictions do happen, it's going to help the next landlord know that, hey, this is on my credit. This is on this guy's credit. Do I want to rent to him again? Uh, Of course you don't. And without us reporting to the credit bureau, you're not going to know because it's not showing up on people's credit bureaus as evictions. Oh, perfect. I mean, there there's so many things I want to break down in there. I mean, <laughs> that was a great summary, and I, I love that. But let's let's just dig into, you know, 
evictions. Now, when we when we filed our evictions in the last year since last July, a lot of the our clients out there don't realize those aren't being reported on credit anymore. Evictions, no. liens, and judgments are gone off of credit. Right, the law changed last year. It did. So now, the really the only way you can put any kind of rental collection on someone's credit bureau and lower their score is by turning over your collection to a collection agency, who then has the power to update to the collection agency every thirty days. Do you know why all of that happened that way? Uh, the reasoning uh, is just becoming more. Uh, liberal rules with the credit reporting and the government wants people to be more credit worthy. So they want more accuracy. So the laws change is like anything laws are always evolving. So as they evolve, we have to evolve and that's what we've been doing. So I love that. So I do agree. I think that people want people's credits uh, score to go up when their credit scores go up, they get housing, they get cars, they get homes, they, they get everything. One other reason that they did that too, Don, as you probably know is, is, when an eviction goes through the court, there's no date of birth and there's no judgment. Or I'm sorry, there's no date of birth, no social security number on those. So when you evict a John Smith, the credit bureau has no way of telling which John Smith's file to put that on, right? And so there's a bunch of parameters that are in the courts that limit them. But when they have a collection agency report, you're getting your information right from the client who has the date of birth, who has the social security. You're putting it on the correct file for the credit bureaus. And so they trust you way more than they trust themselves gathering the data out of the court. That's why they quit putting it on there. There are those two reasons. So we need to make sure that we understand how do we get these um, judgments or these this amount owed onto the credit bureau. And Don, you're the man. Now, I know we're in Arizona right now, but you're you're licensed nationwide. I mean, we can we can roll this out as a nationwide program, correct? Absolutely. I love that. And tell us, um, you gave us a summary right now, but right now, how do we set up an account with you and how do we start doing business with you? Uh, well, if you contact our marketing department, uh, we'll discuss the parameters of the, the, the collection, the fees, how we do it. Uh, pretty much everything's done by email. So whenever you place an account or update records or balances, everything's done by email. Uh, we use Yardi. Uh, if you're familiar with Yardi, Yardi, you know, if you're already a, a user of Yardi, it, you just place your accounts with us via your system, goes directly to our system. It's, it's, it's seamless and very simple. That's mostly for most, mostly for multi-housing properties. Um, but it's, it's a pretty simple process. Do I need to own a bunch of properties or be a multifamily in order to do business with you? Uh, we handle individual clients, and we represent properties that have thousands of units. Okay, so if I have a couple of property managers here that own one, two, three units, but they have a sizable amount of money owed to them, that you have no problem taking that account? No, absolutely not. Now, is that going to cost them any money up front setting up an account with you? No, we don't have uh, It's all contingent. Okay, so um, you're based on you're going to keep the percentage of the funds that are collected, correct. correct? Correct. Okay, so tell me a little bit about, we talked a little bit about having a program that was a little cheaper than most collection agencies just to get the um, information on the credit bureaus, and then tell me how then that those fees increase as you start going into civil litigation. So with this program that we're rolling out, when the tenants are still in the property and you turn over accounts saying, okay, he owes one month's rent, uh, we'll send letters and notices. We'll also put it on his credit. And if 
they pay or they pay you or pay us, we'll charge 20%, which is half of our normal fee. Um, and we'll continue to update the balance. You continue to update the balance to us, and the rate still will be at 20% until they actually vacate the unit. Once they actually vacate the unit, you give us an accounting of what the final balance is, and then we'll start making uh, additional contacts, outgoing calls, doing other skip tracing procedures, trying to track down where they went to, where their new employers are, and the rate will increase to our normal rate, which is 40%. If we wind up garnishing, uh, or employing a lawyer to do post-judgment proceedings, the rate will increase to 50%. Bef but before that happens, we'll send you notice asking for your permission, and you have to uh, sign off on an assignment agreement and forward it to us. So it's not like it just automatically happens. You have to give us permission before we start taking post-judgment proceedings or doing civil litigation. Okay. And, you know, you just don't go file on anybody. You just, just don't garnish anybody. You make sure that, that you have a really, really good chance of collecting once you start going down that road. You have a great kind of a pre-screening process, uh, correct? We use a lot of different tools. We use the work number, which is a nationwide employer search. Uh, we do, you know, it's a lot of volume. It really is a lot of volume. And because percentages, so, you know, we check the credit bureaus. We, we use the work number. Uh, we have other sources also that we use. So Love it. Don, you know, when we talk about collection agencies, we often think of how am I going to get my money down the road. But I want to tell you as a landlord right now who's kind of defenseless with this law, I love to know that, that my tenant sitting in the property, um, you know, it's going to have something on their credit. They're going to get a few letters from you. Um, and they're not, they don't think that I'm just rolling over as the landlord, that I am still, you know, using... What I might the tools that I can use to collect from them, and it gets it, it, it all of a sudden makes them say, Hey, my landlord is serious, and I might want to just get this paid, and I might want to keep up on my rent because the fallacy that I don't have to pay rent and I'm just going to get away with this all in, in many, many months down the road um, disappears because a lot of people think, Hey, I don't, CDC says I don't have to pay rent, I'm, I'm not even viable for the rent, which they are. And they're just sitting in there thinking, you know, hey, I can buy a TV this month. I can spend my money in other places. I don't have to pay rent. So I love having you in this program because it lets the, the tenants, it, it really educates them. Like, guys, you still owe the piper. Yeah. We're just kicking the can down the road. And, and I want to tell all of our clients out there listening to this, you know, today is September 17th. This CDC moratorium is going to end December 31st as far as the way it's in the law now. But I want to tell you, we need to plan for this thing to be continued until the summertime. I don't think that the CDC is going to want to evict everybody in the middle of winter. We're in Arizona. Winter's wonderful in Arizona. But in most of the northern country, when it's 20 below, I just, I just see the news articles already, the media piping up this thing about how we're going to evict all these people you know, in the dead of winter, and they're going to be homeless on the freezing streets. And so I really, as you listen to this podcast today, I don't want you to think this is ending December 31st. I want you to start planning as if this is going to be here for six months to even a year. And if we can, and if it does disappear, fantastic. Let's go back to the way we're doing it. If it doesn't, we'll be prepared to battle this for the long, the long haul. So yeah, the, it's, everything's evolving. Who knew what was going to happen? I mean, last <laughs> March, it was like, oh, things are fine. And then, you know, it, 
they keep rolling out new changes, new laws, new yeah. I look procedures. at our I look at our last ten podcasts, and I'm like, okay, eight podcasts ago does irrelevant now. Uh, six podcasts ago, irrelevant now. You're right. Things are changing so fast. We can only talk about what we know today, and we very much could be back in the seat talking about new stuff next week that's completely changed. And so. Um, Don, why don't you give us our telephone number so our clients can give you a call and get more information on your program? Uh, our direct number is 602-995-3494. And you can ask for myself, Donald Darnell, or you can ask also for Deborah Swan, our marketing manager. Guys, I've been working with Don for 20-plus years. Um, phenomenal company. I recommend them completely and totally trust them. Um, I use them. And uh, I've just never been let down. Now, I'm not going to say that, that Don's team can, is, can collect on every single person out there. That's not possible. Um, but if they, there is an opportunity to collect, I know they will collect for you. And the reality is is the 20% or the 40% or the 50% down the road is way better than 0%. And remember, when we put that on their credit bureau, that's going to stick with them for seven years. And there's a chance five years down the road, someone could call and say, hey, I'm buying a house. I need to clear up this collection account. And we could get our money five years down the road, which would be just a complete bonus for us investors um, because we just have that hanging out. We always don't know when it will be collected. But I know Don will get them if he can get them. And I really appreciate you putting together a program for us that we could send to you and really give us... um, Empower, as the word you used earlier, empower us landlords to do that. Don, thanks for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for another episode of the Rent Perfect podcast. Until next time, continue to rent perfect.